And now we bring you Mary from Michigan Saves the World, the story of one young woman's search for truth in a life of peril, fortune, and fate. Recently, Arthur Mendez, head of preservation at the Chicago Museum of Art, asked Mary for a favor to examine a newly discovered medieval tapestry Arthur Mendez suspects is a forgery. While Mary, along with the charming John Cowan, risk their lives to take pictures of the mysterious tapestry in secret, the loyal Scott Dascom learns that Mary's troubled twin sister Julia may have been at the museum recently as well, visiting Hubert Barker on an unknown mission. In an effort to discover why the troubled Julia would have visited the museum, Mary decides, along with Scott Dascom and John Cowan, to visit the distant treatment facility in Warrendale where the troubled Julia was until recently kept, before her violent escape nearly a week ago. Now, entering the front hall of Warrendale with Scott and John, we hear Mary say, Huh. Wow. I didn't picture it like this. This is amazing. When was this place built? Gotta be before 1900. Easily. Oh, look at those windows. Wow. Way up there. Oh, I love this tile. This, this floor has to be marble. How did your parents afford this place? I don't know, Scotty. Maybe it's covered under their insurance or something. Oh, I sure hope so. Well, so... I think we should probably break into teams. I'll see if I can find Karen Foster, Julia's counselor. I want to ask her a little more about what happened to Julia during the weeks she spent here, and why Julia might have attacked that nurse, Ella Fontaine, so suddenly and violently. How's that sound? Well, you said that Julia attacked Ella Fontaine because Ella Fontaine told someone the secret that Julia shared with her. Right. Well, maybe we can see if any of the nurses will talk to us, like on their break or something, or, or in the parking lot. It's worth a try. I thought they're not supposed to say anything, but, well, you guys can be pretty convincing. Especially me? Especially you, John. Thank you. But, Mary, I mean, are you sure you're going to be all right? I just wonder if maybe you'd be safer staying with us. But nobody here will talk to me if I'm with you. If I'm alone, there's a chance they'll talk to me because Julia's my sister, and I can, I, I can plead sisterly devotion or something. <laughs> okay, good luck with that. Yeah, it's a stretch, but it's worth a try. If you're sure. I'm sure. It'll be okay. You guys, you do your thing and I'll do mine. And if I'm not back at the car by five o'clock, come looking for me. Thanks for talking with me, Miss Foster. Please, uh, call me Karen. Karen, I I just really appreciate it. I, I know I don't have an appointment or no, anything. No, 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 it's... it's fine. Come on in here, my office. Have a seat. Now. You're Julia Marshall's sister. Yes. The likeness is, is, it's striking. I know. So, you know your sister is no longer here, I imagine? Yes. You may know the nature of her departure. I understand she hurt a nurse on her way out. Yes. She stabbed Ella Fontaine in the neck with a ballpoint pen. Fortunately, she missed the jugular, although not by much. Oh. Yes. Pretty gruesome, hmm? Pretty gruesome. Fortunately, Ellen knew she should leave the pen in place rather than pull it out. So the EMTs drove her to the emergency room with her holding the pen in place with a towel trying not to talk or move. That's, that's a terrible. A fraction of an inch in one direction or another. My sister, she's, she's never been violent before, Karen. Um, <laughs> yes, well, that's what her papers said, too. I, I know you talked to my mother recently on the phone. Yes. And my mother told me some of what you told her. She told me that, well, that Julia had made friends with this nurse, Ella Fontaine, mm -hmm. or at least become friendly, mm -hmm. and that Julia had told Ella Fontaine some kind of secret, and, 
and Julia had sworn Ella to secrecy. Yes, that's what I understand as well. And that Ella had told someone the secret, which is why Julia attacked her. And what more would you like, <sighs> would you like to know, Mary? I... Well, Julia has been hard to live with for a while, but lately things have just become so much worse. I... You know, Mary, I was your sister's counselor here. I know. So there's really a limit to what kinds of things I can say about her, about what she told me, or or other people. I understand, but... I, I think... I think it must have been genuinely difficult for you to have Julia as a sister, especially as a twin sister, an identical twin sister. For most people who have an identical twin, their twin is an extraordinarily close companion, not exactly a second self, but someone to whom nothing needs to be explained, someone whose being is a sort of echo in the world. Of course, each twin is his or her own complete individual, but the twin is also a sort of location external to the self, who nonetheless can be said to offer a point of view on the self, a point of view of one's own placed elsewhere. That sounds nice. For many identical twins, it can be analogous to having not one eye, but two. And of course, it's having two eyes, having one point of view slightly divergent from another that gives us our ability to see three dimensions. For the rest of us, who are essentially solitary, it's an experience we can only imagine. To see the world at such depth, in such perspective, yeah. and to have that, but to have that second perspective to be so very divergent, well, it's very unusual. Divergent doesn't really cover it, I don't think. No, not in your case, you're right. She's... She's really not well, right? You know the answer to that. She needs to be in a place like this, right? Where she can't hurt anyone? I think your sister will be going to jail for a while. Once the police catch up with her, if you're asking me will she need treatment and possibly medication for the rest of her life, I would say that the answer is probably yes. She tried to get in to see our mother. Maybe you know uh, our mother's been in the hospital recently. Oh, Julia didn't mention that. Oh, well, yes. Our mother is in an isolation ward. Uh, I guess you spoke to her on the phone. Um, but Julia tried to get in there anyway against doctor's orders posing as me. Uh, I, I see. And doing it so well that the doctor almost let her in despite strict rules to the contrary. Oh, interesting. That Julia would be able to imitate you so convincingly. She also went to, well, somewhere I used to work and talked to one of my old sort of bosses. And I don't know why she did that. Maybe. Maybe she... She wants to try to be you, Mary. Maybe, maybe she actually admires <sighs> you. Don't dismiss that idea out of hand. It's entirely possible. Did, did she talk about me with you? Uh, I can't discuss that with you, I'm afraid. No, but just, does she admire me? Let me put it this way. I think you'd be surprised at the answer. What do you mean? Well, I, I don't mean to discourage you, Mary, but I think... I think that you're in a very interesting, rather difficult situation with your sister. Maybe one day, the two of you will be able to coexist in a way that adds some value to both of your lives. That may be the most you can hope for. At least at first. I would take just being left alone, to be honest. I'm afraid that's rather unlikely. 
Karen, uh, before I go, and, and thank you again for talking with me, mm-hmm. I was just wondering, would it be possible for me to talk to some of the nurses who knew Julia uh, when she was here? I would love to get more, well, uh, hey, to use that second eye, as you put it, to get more perspective. I don't think I can do that, Mary. I, I'm sorry. Please, it would really mean a lot. N- no, no, I, I'm sorry. But um, what I can do here, come this way. Let me see if Dr. Blank is here. Dr. Blank? Robert Blank. He actually directed your sister's case during her time here. He oversaw all the elements of her treatment. Uh, Right down here. Through these doors, into the medical wing. Here. Bob, you have a sec? Sure. Wow. Wow. You're not Julia, are you? Uh, no. I'm her twin sister, Mary Marshall. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Amazing, isn't it, Bob? Up close, it's even more... Yeah. Bob, um, Mary's here because she... I guess she's curious about what happened while Julia was with us. Oh, oh wow. I, I would love to talk to you. I really wish I could, but I'm almost totally unable to. Anything at all would be helpful, I'm sure. My parents would be here themselves, but as you may know, my mother's in the hospital and my father staying home to me near her. Right, right, okay. Bob, uh, Mary says that after Julia left here, she went to see their mother in the hospital. They wouldn't let her in, although she disguised herself as me. A pretty easy disguise. Uh, well, she tried to pretend she was me, I mean. And she went to see a former boss of mine, too. What for? I don't know. Mess up your future job prospects, maybe. Well, that's what I thought. But I think there's got to be more to it than that. Huh, well... Like I say, there's just tons of patient confidentiality issues all over this thing, so, I mean, I really can't tell you much. Oh, what about the hall, Bob? What about it? Well, that that wouldn't violate confidentiality if you showed Mary the hall. Yeah, I guess you're right. Good idea. Let me just lock up. Thanks, Karen. I'll take it from here. Nice to meet you, Mary. Good luck. Thank you, Karen. I really appreciate your help. This way. Uh, So you may know your sister isn't really what you'd call a social animal. Uh Uh-huh. More like just an animal. (laughs) I don't know about that, but after a while we found it was easier to keep her apart from the rest of the residents, so we worked out a a sort of arrangement. We put her down here, in this old part of the building. Oh, it smells wonderful. Wait till you see. Just down here. And in here, this. The old conservatory. It's a greenhouse. Yeah, what they used to call the garden hall. It got too expensive to maintain, but then, well, it just seemed like a good fit for her. Put her bed right there, right in the middle of the whole thing. Only place I saw that really made her happy. Made her start to trust people with her secrets, which, well, we know how that turned out. Is this where where Julia stayed? But it's, it's so, it's so wonderful. You won't want to miss the next chapter in Mary from Michigan Saves the World at this same time Monday when you'll hear Mary Marshall say... And was that why you wanted her out here by yourself? So you and she could do what you wanted? That's next week on Mary from Michigan Saves the World. Mary from Michigan Saves the World features Eva Rosenwald, Lauren Bass, Matthew Webb, Ted Gibson, John Seibert, Terry Heck, and Catherine Banks as Mary Marshall. Music by Pamela Meisel. Scripts and direction by Michael Byers. 
This is your announcer, David Zinn, inviting you to tune in next week for the continued story of Mary Marshall's search for truth in a life of peril, fortune, and fate. This is the Empire Podcasting System.